0: Diary of a Fund Manager Number 354, 1st November 2021. Mind the Gap. In this week's diary, clear messages from the corporate world, mixed messages from central banks and, ahead of COP26, observations from the past about the gap between words and results. The best month of the year closed on a high. Equities and the US dollar moved ahead last week bonds and gold were unchanged and oil lower. Industrial commodities such as copper and iron ore weakened. In the UK, a spend now tax later budget came and went leaving investors with heroic forecasts for growth next year. Chinese property developer Evergrande was reported to be getting back to work and an abrupt change of policy by the authorities caught out over borrowed speculators in Australian government bonds. Acronyms laid siege to the headlines, editorials and comment columns. Whether the G20 achieved anything or COP26 will is another matter and only likely to become clear in the years ahead. The quarterly earnings season rolled on settling nerves in its wake. So far average earnings are 36% ahead of this time last year. The reopening bounce has been extraordinarily powerful. Setting aside the challenges to come, a few highlights. Volkswagen has 250,000 unfinished cars waiting for computer chips, but the selling price of those cars that it did manage to finish and sell is up 30%. Prioritising expensive models is easing the pain of production cuts. Almost all reports included comments about supply chain difficulties and upward pressure on input prices but it is too early to see the damage done by higher energy costs. Away from the official results, those who delve more deeply into the intricacies of supply and demand see signs that the exuberant demand surge is moderating and supply problems are being solved. Thanks to a diary reader and professional investor, a prediction that shipping capacity in 2023 will be 18% higher than now. Indices that measure sea transportation costs have been falling for a couple of months. Early days, but we live in hope. Back to the results, the US technology giants continue to grow at an exceptional rate, seemingly untroubled by the threat of regulation or adverse publicity. Facebook is changing its name to Meta, but more importantly is using some of its prodigious cash flow to develop shared virtual reality. First, Trump dispensed with the concept that truth is a reliable absolute, and now Zuckerberg is challenging reality. For those looking for signs of a return to the old normal, American Express reported that client engagement costs were up 29%. Digesting all of this takes time, but an early survey of fund managers showed that 64% are planning to increase exposure to equities and 75% are reducing the duration, time to redemption, of their fixed interest holdings. Contrarians take note, as somewhere out there, the top of the market will be called by the last buyer. In a world of low interest rates and quantitative easing, what central banks do next is important, even though their ability to predict the future is no better than the rest of us. Those based in the smaller economies have been raising interest rates all year, with a 1.5% increase to 4.5% in Brazil, the latest. The majors have been slower to react but are now lining up to sound tough, For example, the Bank of Canada last week. Now it is the turn of the Bank of England. Base rates were reduced from 075 to 0.1% at the start of the pandemic and have been there ever since. If rumours are to be believed, we might see an increase of 0.15% in the days ahead. Whether this is the first of several over the next couple of years or just a gesture to orthodoxy is to be seen. The problems facing the UK economy are unlikely to be solved by an incremental change in monetary policy. Of much more importance is trying to work out what is going on at the US Federal Reserve and closer to home the ECB. The former has been fairly clear in setting out its plan of action, but there is now growing uncertainty about who will be in charge next year. Jay Powell is the present chair, but will either have to be reappointed next year or replaced. He presides over a deeply divided committee and so the identity of the person in charge is important. The ECB is also causing concerns for reasons other than its official statements. The German representative has announced that he will be leaving, to be replaced by whom is the question as the post-election German government has yet to coalesce. The other concern for ECB watchers is its history of inflexibility. It remains firmly in the transitory inflation camp which in recent months has been deserted by other central banks around the world. Climate change is on everyone's mind and over the next two weeks, we will hear a lot of words and, it is hoped, a few actions. Public opinion is important, but legislation will be needed to drive real change. In the 1960s, governments took the lead, but in recent decades have been much less bold. Markets will express their collective judgement on any gap between rhetoric and reality. Stepping away from our current preoccupations in search of perspective, it is sobering to note that despite increasingly aggressive legislation, litigation, disinvestment and a significant change in public opinion, the tobacco sector has outperformed the world index by three times in the last 20 years. Looking back, investors who thought it was their patriotic duty to invest in war loan had their savings destroyed by 20th century inflation. Investing in good or not investing in bad doesn't necessarily guarantee a good return. Free markets may on occasion deliver uncomfortable messages, but those who wish to part with this freedom forget what winter is like.